0: But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But bro, where's the banjo? Some Cleveland sports shows try to give you hot takes, but only one can give you a big old piece of hot ham. Welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face, talking all Cleveland sports. And don't forget our Fat Boy Tuesday, where we also ham it up with some fun food topics. Without further ado, let's serve up some ham. Here are the ham boys. Fatty. And Big Bri. And Big Bri.
1: What's going on, everybody? This is Legal Ham of the Face, and I am that fat guy, Jared Fatty Bates. And always with me is Big Bry. What's going on, big fella? Hey, man. All right. So this week's episode is going to be a fun-filled, cheery, <laughs> joyful episode that you guys have been waiting for. And, you know, I haven't done a fatties on fire in a very long time, Bri. It's about to come out today because shit has hit the fan with our Cleveland Browns, and it hit the fan hard on Sunday. But we'll get into that here in a little bit. Uh, I want to let you know that our show is brought to you by Harold Keel and Lake Erie APA. Please get a hold of Harold Keel at Lake Erie APA on Facebook or get a hold of us here at to the face at gmail.com or Twitter or Facebook or what's the other one? YouTube. Just message us. We'll get you in touch with Harold. Uh, Brian, we do have, I got the good bag. Uh, we will be starting next week getting into the goodie bag and getting some giveaways. So be tuned next week. We will start giving away some uh, Lake Erie APA shirts. Uh, We have for our fantasy league, a bottle of whiskey, a hoodie and a shirt going out. Also your $25 gift card to Mr. B's. And then for second place, we will be giving away another APA shirt and another $25 gift card to Mr. B's. So, please check them out. We're still adding people, still adding teams, and if you want to come on, I'm pretty sure that we can uh, finagle your uh, membership for the year for you guys to come and play with the Lake Erie APA. So, Bri, uh, rundown for today. We're going to talk about the Jets. I uh, don't want to, but, Brian, I've heard everybody else talk about it, and I haven't got my two cents off yet, so we're going to do it. Then we're going to talk Prime. Time, Amazon Prime, Thursday night football against the Steelers. Then our Fat Boy Tuesday, and it's a special one today. We are going to do our fantasy cereal draft. Brian and I get five picks each. You get our five best cereals, and you can chime in and join us if you would like to. And then we will get into our top three. Brown's songs they should have picked instead of Chicken Fried by Zach Brown Band. Is that what uh, they picked? Yes. So I guess that's what played.
0: So really? Browns put out notice.
1: Browns put out <laughs> a thing between the third and fourth, the third and fourth quarter. You had your choice of certain songs. I think it was Oasis, Wonderwall, Chicken Fried. Um, I can't remember the other two offhand. I mean, they're known songs, but it was. Oh, come on, Eileen was one of them, I think, or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Tommy Boys songs? Yeah. So, like, oh, it, no. It, it was kind of crazy, but Brian and I are going to give our top three songs they should have picked between the third and fourth quarter. <sighs> yep. Okay. So, uh, we got, jeez, uh, Jose's here. James, thank you for joining in. Uh, Justin said, uh, I'm dropping a deuce just like the Browns did versus the Jets. Uh, what's going on, James? Tell me Nevada whiskey to my
0: friend Lovely. Uh, Nevada whiskey. Tell me oh, Nevada geez. whiskey. Oh yeah. Okay. Nevada whiskey to you too.
1: Okay, and then something about you. Sure, you don't want Baker back? Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> hell, hell. What's Baker on two? Yeah, he's, oh, all
1: he's all excited oh, over there. there. He was. Hey, today he's like, I can't wait to talk to my friend Lovely. I'm like. You want to do the show? I'll give you the code and everything, Jose. Sure. No, 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 no. That's you guys. That's you guys. Take the
0: headphones off and mute them like usual.
1: (laughs) You don't have to mute him. I mean, you know, you can act deaf like he does. Just go, huh? What? What? What did he say? What did he say? All right. So, (laughs) Brian, let's get into our show. We didn't do, we screwed up the trivia last week. Brian, you got to keep me on point with that.
0: I got you. I got the answers right here.
1: All right. So, one, repeat the
0: trivia back to me before. The trivia question is I'm looking for the number of Cleveland Browns on their current roster that were top 10 picks in the NFL draft. How many of them? Okay.
1: Now I will come back because I didn't even look at this because I forgot what the question was, but I'm going to come back and say
0: two. Uh, there's more than two. Name, name the two that you're thinking of. Oh, I'm sorry. Three. Okay. Who you got? Uh, Clowney Garrett and Ward. There's three of them. We also have Jedrick Wills was the number 10 he's... pick. Oh yeah, he was Here's the number 10 pick. And then two guys that were not drafted by the Browns that are currently on the Browns were top 10 picks. Does that help you at all? Not really. Amari Cooper was the fourth overall pick of the year he was he came out. I I I always,
1: why do I always think that him and Judd were past ten? That was like in my head. I oh, thought yeah. I, was like, I started going through, and I'm like, ah, Cooper was like twelve.
0: He was he was a stud at Alabama. And yeah, and it's a fatty fail. Uh, yeah, thanks. The other there's one more, and it was believe it or not, Jack Conklin, number eight pick. By the Tennessee Titans.
1: You could be a dick. What about Travion
0: Bryan? I don't know who that is. No, it, if I was going to be a dick, I'd say Josh Rosen, too, because he was a 10th pick, but he's on yeah. our practice squad. So I thought
1: the Jags picked Travion Bar- Bryan in the top.
0: Uh No, he was a first-round pick, though.
1: Yeah, that's right. He was. I'm sorry about that. I mean, it's... That's-
0: that's okay. We got back to it for those people. That was a, that was a week-long uh, meatball hanging out there. Yeah,
1: well, we're about to do a quick meatball for this one, Bri. Let me get our uh, trivia brought up, and then we'll do our shout-outs. Is it going to play? Our trivia is brought to you by Papa V and Curb Appeal. Get a hold of Papa V, and I'm pretty sure he's selling Curb appeals. So we'll get the new owner on here soon at 419.com. All right, Bry, I got to thank my friends for the amazing job they do of finding trivia because Justin came up with a great one. Cool. All right. And this is going to add some salt in the wound. Oh, Lord. For this week. All right, Brian? Yep. All right. So, Sunday, an epic thing happened that only a Cleveland sports team could actually do. We've already had to drive. We've had the shot. We've had the fumble. Now we've had the two minutes.
0: So, Is that Brian. What they're dubbing it? I don't know. That's what I'm oh, talking about. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha.
1: The Cleveland Browns blew a 13 point lead in the final minute, 22 seconds to lose to the Jets. Mm -hmm. NFL teams have won the last 2,229 consecutive games, consecutive games. While leading at least 13 points in the final two minutes of the game. Bry, who was the last team to blow such a lead and when was it? And what team was it against?
0: Just when I was starting to get over it and starting to get excited about Pittsburgh. You got to bring me down with that stat. It's a great one, though, Brian. Lord, how oh my goodness! Now,
1: now question: Had, Have you heard the stat?
0: Yes, I have.
1: Okay, so you know the answer.
0: Hmm. Okay. I, I'm, I'm a little foggy about the year. Um, okay, but I, I think I'm close to it within the year or two.
1: All right. So, do you want to just go ahead and do it
0: now? If you want to, it doesn't that matter to me.
1: That way it's all done? hmm Okay, let's go ahead and do it now. Brian, what is the answer to that trivia question?
0: The answer is OIC. Only in Cleveland can a team blow a 13-point lead with under two minutes. So the Browns pretty sure did it against the Bears, and I want to say it was 2001. Week 9
1: of 2001 against the Chicago Bears. That was the last team to do it. Bry, 21 damn
0: years. 21, Bry. 21. I'm trying to think if I was at that game, too. I can't recall, but uh, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the the problem here. I need to start uh, rooting for the Steelers. James,
1: uh, how is Vinny doing? To be honest, James, I really don't know. Um, Vinny has kind of just uh, cut ties with the uh family over here and kind of just said goodbye to everybody but uh he's
0: not uh he's not playing pool with you anymore
1: no 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 playing pool not talking to me anymore pretty much sent me a wonderful message because i changed the audio uh last week to have just me and you and not my cousin oh he wasn't
0: happy about it huh
1: even even though i still have the other audio completely saved and on backup uh i also still have this I mean, but he thinks that we just kind of moved on from him. So, hey, man, you know, well, the patient's always out there, right? I mean, I, get I, over it. Hey, Told him he was family and, you know, we want him back, <laughs> but he kind of just, uh, kind of just drew his line in the sand right now. So that's, that's going to happen. That's no big deal. Nothing um, a couple
0: I, beers can't fix.
1: Nope. Nothing. I mean, it's open on my end. I don't, <laughs> you know, well, I got nothing else. So, all right. We also got to bring in this before we get into shout-outs. you went to the game during the shout-outs, and you're going to shout-out your buddies you went to the game with, right? Yep. All right. Take a look at this meatball picture right here. That's a lot of ham. So we have one of the original hams hamming it up with Ken <laughs> at the free tailgate. Look at this, Bry. Now, I'm a little bit jealous because uh, Sunday – I was magnet fishing with my family, and then we Sounds went great. to the Berea Methodist Church down by Mike's Bar and Grill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That okay? So down there, we went to the Methodist Church because they did a messy science thing for the kids, and they do. Uh, that's one of my shout outs is Berea Methodist Church because every third week in the month, they always do something for the kids outside. Uh-huh. so uh, next uh one they do is a trunk or treat thing where they're you know doing like a little trick or treat thing they had a messy science uh november is going to be their minecraft uh build a minecraft thing so they they got a whole bunch of stuff so um but yes i mean Brian, how was it seeing ken carmen again i mean did he remember you for one
0: uh i think so i don't know He was super cool um but let me first start out by saying i would have rather been magnet fishing than going to the cleveland browns game on sunday so kudos to you you had a much better sunday than i did um and then you know who doesn't love a good methodist church but uh yeah my sunday ended pretty terribly so (laughs) i didn't even i was telling you before the show you know If I go to the game, or I'm in a place where I can't, you know, jot down a couple notes, I'll try to rewatch the game. And I I found it on NFL Network yesterday. They showed a replay. I watched about the first three or four minutes, and I just couldn't do it. It was just, (laughs) it it was. I mean, it's like watching your old wedding videos after you get a divorce. I mean, you know how that story ends. Why do you want to put yourself through that again? Of watching the first three quarters. Three and a half quarters when everything looked great, just knowing how it ends. So, yeah, talking to Ken just a little bit was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, on our way to the stadium. So, that was probably the highlight of the day, you know, outside of uh, anything good that happened those first three and a half quarters, just because knowing how it ended up. Now, did you
1: hit up any of our spots there at West 3rd and Summit or – So,
0: yeah, let me, uh, I guess I'll just get my shout out out of the way now since it's kind of closely tied to it. We went to the game with my wife's cousin, Krista, and her husband, Andy. Had a great time. We've been planning on doing this for a while. They are season ticket holders, and um, they sold their seats so we could all sit together. So we had a blast. There was a little kind of last minute uh, issue with the tickets, but we got through it all able to sit together, had a great time. We ended up tailgating with them and their friends at their tailgate, which was kind of down by the flats. Um, if you know where a certain men's club might be, uh, we were kind of across from there.
1: Which I might have
0: let it slip to my wife that I had been there maybe once for a bachelor party. Uh, but we won't talk about that, so we were right next to the river. Um, so.
1: Did you also let her know that if you get your game day ticket, you get a free ride back to that establishment? Didn't
0: know. Oh, if if she knew that, we would have hopped on that bus for sure because oh, she did, After after the game, she did not want to walk. You know, twenty five minutes back to our car. And I mean, did I, I. I. I was heard just the word. Let's go. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Hey, we just got to go in for one song, honey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one beer, one beer, and you can go. That's just it. one beer? That's all. That's it, all. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we, we had fun at the tailgate. Uh, Krista and Andy are expecting, so they kind of did a, um, a gender reveal thing with, uh, with jello shots. And just in case there's members of the family who don't know, I won't say what the gender was. But, uh, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a great time, like I said, up until about 345, and it all came crashing down yep
1: um, my shout outs this week I got like I said the Bria Methodist Church also got a shout out this week if you guys get a chance and I need you guys to do this for us my corner bar on Thursday night has got a wing buffet going on 1495 all you can eat wings for your Cleveland Browns versus the Steelers game and the only thing you got to do is pay the 1495 and buy two drinks, and you can eat all the wings you want to. And I'm telling you what, Brian, you and I both have those wings.
0: Absolutely amazing.
1: Tried to get yeah. you to come with me, but, you know, Mama put the reins down on you. But that's okay. I, I,
0: I reached my quota for all-you-can-eat wing buffets for the week.
1: <laughs> you did it one fail swoop on a Monday
0: night. <laughs> I didn't know. I, got, I gave into peer pressure. On tap, Monday nights, they have a wing buffet. Really good. Now, also, I'm putting you on the spot, real quick.
1: October 9th. Yep. I need to know. Are we doing this?
0: <sighs> or am I, doing this? I want to. Um, yeah, I really want to.
1: I need to know if it's a we or an I. <sighs> I
0: don't. I can't give you. I can't give you that answer. I. I'm cool with going having a good time and not being a judge or anything, just just having fun with everybody, so okay, that's fine. You know, if, if that's the case, if you want to do your judge thing, that's cool and and I'll just go and I'll just kind of hang out that way. I'm not locked into anything in case uh yeah, because like I said, I'm going to the game the following week, so um, so yeah, it's a lot to ask of uh what? giving up two straight Sundays going down to Cleveland.
1: Well, I mean, it is for. It's least. an all
0: day event. I'm telling you, we left the house at 8:30 in the morning this past Sunday, and we didn't get back till 6:30 at night. So, okay, it's an all day thing. Well, I'm just asking because
1: I was thinking, you know, I'm not going to have tickets to the game. I might go. Yeah,
0: to- no, yeah. Don't don't lock me yeah. into anything with uh with being a judge or anything. But right. that doesn't mean I still might not come down and hang out, and you know, right. we'll go to the bar and watch the game.
1: Because I think what I'm going to do is come down, do the judging, have some fun with everybody, and then get a Uber back to uh, my realm and my world and go to Mr. B's and finish watching the game there for their wing buffet.
0: Oh, or yeah, because you got pool, right? Yeah, I got pool at 4 o'clock. I already,
1: I already told them I was coming in hot, so they they already know that. Vaddie's going to be coming in hot that day. <laughs> so, but yeah, okay,
0: we'll, we'll work on a plan. How? Uh, yeah, maybe we can do something like that and uh, tailgate for a little bit, and then go to Mr. B's and watch it there or something.
1: I mean, obviously, you can tell I really don't want to talk about what we have to talk about coming up. Right?
0: Who does? Yeah. I mean, right.
1: you know, something we could delay it even more. You want to know why we can delay it? Take a look hmm. at this, right? We got this going on. <clears throat> All right, your Cleveland headlines are brought to you by just two fat guys sitting here talking to each other. Yep. All right, so uh, your Gardo's are playing a huge series this starting tonight against the White Sox. Uh, they took three out of what did they take? Almost four out of five, I think it was. They take four out of five against Minnesota.
0: It was about right. Three
1: out of five or four out of five against Minnesota. So they're still in first place, Bry. That clock is ticking. We might get an AL Central winning Gardo's on our side, uh, but yeah. White Sox are pushing hard and they're pushing really hard. So it's going to be come down to the wire, but uh, are you excited? I know it's football season. I know you're all in on football, but are you keeping an eye on this Guardians team to see if they actually do get the uh, AL Central?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm checking on their scores every uh... – Every day, seeing how they're doing. Uh, my brother's brother-in-law, Josh, sent me a picture of their magic number. I think is to twelve, or was the twelve yesterday, or something, or maybe thirteen, or something. I don't can't really recall now. But yeah, shout out to my mom too, who went down to the game on Saturday night, and thankfully she uh, she left after eight innings before uh, before the Twins made their comeback and turned it into a. 15 inning marathon um but yeah she's uh she's putting me in my place she's showing me up going down to support the guardians so kudos to her and yeah it's i mean the series against the white Sox is just going to be gigantic i I'm, i'm not too worried about the twins at this point but um of course you never know but the white Sox, we got man just two is it a three game series two out of three
1: yes we got to win two out of three.
0: Two out of three. Sure, yeah. would be nice. I mean, one out of three would be okay, but uh, two out of three. I mean, now, just to uh, give us a nice game.
1: I'm looking at the standings right now, and they are four games up on the White Sox with this three-game series coming to happen now. But I want you to hear this, Bri. Your Cleveland Guardians are 80-67 and 67 right now. 13 Crazy. games over 500. We never thought this, Bri. We thought right nope. around 500, maybe a little below, maybe a little bit higher. Not this. I'm telling you what, what uh, Tito, for having the youngest team in baseball. If Tito doesn't win Manager of the Year, I, I, I honestly don't know who should because this is outstanding. These are no names, Bry. Like I, I'm being serious. They're no name. The only names that we really have is Jose and Shane Bieber. Everybody else. Right are from our farm system and they were just brought up just to see what they could do this year and look what they're doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, like you said, if it truly is a regular season award uh, yeah, I think Tito's got it in the bag. Cause yeah, obviously we don't have the team the Yankees do or what the Dodgers do. So expectations were quite different, but uh, for, for them to do what they're doing, like you said, the youngest team out there and, uh, and they're getting it done like this. And it, it, the crazy thing to me is it's just kind of been steady all year. It's not like a couple of years ago where we had that 22 game win streak and we look back at the end of the year and say, Oh man, we won ninety-five, ninety-seven games. That's great. Well, because you take that 22 game win streak out of there and you're more like, you know, around a 500. No, it's been like pretty steady all year. You know, we've had our ups, we've had our downs, but, uh, 13 games above 500. I'll take that every year.
1: All right. And then it was just brought to my attention. Craig's on here now. Uh, he is 2-0 in our fantasy football. And I have not given the illegal ham-to-the-face fantasy football league and the matchups. So, Bri, let's take a look at the matchups that we've had this past week. Um, your fat happy endings, which is this guy. Beat Kevin Arnold and Wander Years 147 to 103. All right, let's scroll over. Team Span beat Team Big Rod 159 to 130.
0: Yeah, two, I think.
1: Team Big Meat 115 to Portage County Prostitutes 93. Dog Pound Boys 126 to Harold Keels 60.4. Bri, I gotta get a hold of Harold. We gotta get him. He's not logging in. Yep. Send it, me uh send me his email. Um, you have the fantasy football team winning 137 over the Cleveland Lyman Lounge 109. You have giggles, Bry. is not a good week for you again.
0: Giggles won 181 to Bry's 82. Second week in a row, I played the the highest score. Hold I on. mean, not that I had a chance. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, oh, if it wasn't for that, I'd be 2-0. Oh. No, I'm just uh, – Jalvin Cook is terrible. Uh, Dak Prescott got, got hurt, obviously. Kirk Cousins. Primetime Kirk Cousins is just awful.
1: <laughs> so, uh, she had Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson had 51 points. Right. He torched them. And Justin Herbert – she beat you with Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert, and that was it. Yep, pretty much. I'm just letting you know. No, I'm, so you I'm know.
0: fully aware. <laughs> and Mark
1: Andrews, holy cow. And then finally, oh boy, the juice is loose. He beat Baldy Locks 153 to 91. He's got a good uh, team. And got a all good team. Baldy Locks had 32 points just from your Nicholas Chubb. Yeah. He got negative four from Tennessee's defense. That's a great one. But Surprised also the, it wasn't worse. The juice had the juice had Tampa Bay's defense with 25 points. Jeez. All right. So stay tuned for next week's edition of Illegal Hand to the Face Fantasy Football. All right. Here we go. And everybody's like, here they come. Problem week. Yeah, Bri, you you got hammered. That's that's a damn good oh, score. Yeah.
0: No, oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, 180 is ridiculous. Uh, like you said, our quarterbacks alone put up 80 points. <laughs>
1: All right, Brian, it's time to rip off the Band-Aid. We got to get over it. We got to move on to next week. I know you've already started talking. <sighs> yep. But I'm bringing you back, buddy, and that is the biggest sigh that I've ever heard out of you because this one hurt bad. This was your team's chance to be 2-0. and and Bry, just like our subtitle for our show tonight, Bry, what the hell happened? <laughs> like what <laughs> the what hell what happened?
0: That's what happens when uh when you don't play sixty minutes, you start celebrating, you start thinking you got it in the bag, and and you're good to go, and you're talking about uh after after the game plans, and what you're going to do tonight, and you got to close the deal out man and i know it's the jets and i know you're up two scores but not boy. only
1: not only it's the jets it's joe freaking falco <laughs> did you
0: did you see what his numbers were
1: four touchdowns
0: have- no interceptions 300 yards passing i mean i guess my quarterback he's, would take that and he's it's 18, sad
1: and he's 18 and 3 against your cleveland browns Yep. 18 and Somehow, we uh, uh, Somehow we forgot that.
0: Somehow we forgot that.
1: Bri, what? <laughs> Bri. <clears throat> All right, well, let's get your takeaways from the game. I mean, the first half, the game, oh, the game was great for the Browns until the last, what, four minutes of the game, right?
0: Yeah, the last two minutes, really. I mean, it, it wasn't perfect by any means. I still think, I mean... You still gave up the numbers to Flacco. Um, you know, even before those last two drives, he had, but you know, two hundred or two touchdowns and over two hundred yards passing. So it's not great. I know he threw the ball a ton, but um, but you were just letting him dink and dunk you to death, and and you didn't make the necessary adjustments. So yeah, it's the Jets, but the Jets put up thir- or seventeen points before uh before those last two minutes on you and and that's not great your defense has to be better you need guys stepping up and guys haven't stepped up even miles garrett i know i know he's teflon you don't want to uh you don't want to criticize him too much one tackle and one sack and i'm pretty sure it was i didn't like i said i didn't go back and look at the game but from where i was at it looked like it was gifted to him like look look like Nobody hardly touched him, and he had a free reign on the quarterback. Just wait
1: till fatty's on fire because Miles Garrett is in crosshairs right now. There, okay. there is no excuse now. I have taken, sure. I have taken the rose colored glasses off. I see this team for what it is now, Bry. And you know something? Right now, this is a team that has lacked discipline, especially on the defense, and it has lacked coaching. Which is also part of this big problem that they've had. Because as a head coach, a defensive coach, an offensive coach, two minutes left in the game, you have to keep your players into that game. Your players checked out on you at that point in time because they thought they had it in the bag. Not anymore. This is crazy. And Craig, don't play Prevent D, Joe Woods. He didn't play Prevent D. That's the thing. If he would have played prevent D and kept everything in front of him, it would have been a whole different game. He actually tried to play a man to man, tried to play a cover two and blown coverages by your secondary. Your secondary. All these people on defense have been together for the past two to three years. They all know each other. This should be second nature to them to call out these plays and to understand these plays. And they're still missing plays, Bry. They're still missing them. <laughs> like it's unreal. Like, and you know, I sit there and think about it, and it's like, you want to blame the players, you want to blame the coaches. You want they have people blaming Nick Chubb because he didn't <laughs> take me and he scored a touchdown. Because right. he didn't take a knee. You have people blaming our K York, our kicker, because he missed an extra point. You're up 13 points, Bri. 13. That's two scores, no matter what it is. Two scores with a team with no timeouts left.
0: It Absolutely. shouldn't matter if
1: that's the extra point. It shouldn't matter if Nick Chubb didn't score that touchdown and took a knee and just laid down right there in front of it. It doesn't matter. You had 13 points with two minutes left. If your star studded defense, led by your man, Miles Garrett, cannot get a stop in two minutes ahead by two scores, what the hell is going on?
0: When uh, when you lose that tremendously and you lose like that, everyone is to blame. Everyone is to blame. Me personally, I don't know if I could blame the offense a whole lot. The offense did what they had to do. They not, didn't get a chance to get the ball back until – what twenty two seconds left in you know? Brissette made a great play with his legs to get us extra yardage, and then he just tried to do too much. But at that time, you knew you know unless we get another miracle that 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 game was over, and you can't you can't keep testing fate like that week in and week out. And you hope that th- we have learned our lesson from week one. Clearly, we did not. Uh, once again, I'm having to watch Denzel Ward. I'm having to watch Grant Delpit take a fast-paced walk to the wide receiver as he's scoring another touchdown. Denzel Ward's one of the fastest cornerbacks in the league. Give a little effort, try to track him down. I know maybe you might not, but it looks like you just completely gave up on the play. You, it looks like you saw the ball go over your head. You said, okay, that's a touchdown. Yep, let's let's focus on uh, getting the onside kick. Watch that play again. I mean, there's nothing more infuriating. And Grant Elpin too. I'm not going to single out Denzel, but
1: they're oh, both the just
0: – they're walking. Was, they're walking as they're watching a guy score a touchdown. And it's, it's just infuriating.
1: It's, just, it's not them. It's the whole secondary. Well, now, on
0: that play, it was those two guys specifically. Yes,
1: but I'll tell you what. Greg Newsom had one hell of a game on defense. He played great. But other than that, watching that defense play, I'm – I'm honestly hurt as a Browns fan because I thought this defense was going to be a top five defense from what they showed us last year. I thought we got everybody back that we needed. We got everything going on. And you know something? I'll even go out right now. You know something? There are elite defenders in this league. Miles Garrett isn't one of them. Take him off the 99 list. Take him off at of any other list that you got going on right now because guess what? He is just a pass rusher. He is not a game maker. He's not a game changer because if he was in that fourth quarter, what did Aaron Donald do in the fourth quarter in the Super Bowl? What does TJ Watt do all the time in the fourth quarter? Von Miller. Do I need to keep going? Cleo Mack. Do I need to keep going? Where was Miles Garrett at in the fourth quarter? Nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. When you needed your star defensive player, to step up, he shuttled down, shelled like a ghost because Clowney got hurt and Clowney was out and he couldn't do anything else by himself. You know something? At that point in time, my star player, Brian, what I want him to do, if he's not like where he's lined up or where he's, his scheme is at, slap the fat ass that's next to you, say, move, I'm coming here. You're taking the outside on this one. I'm going inside. He should have full reign to do whatever he wants on that defensive line to be the star player he is And guess what? It's not there. And for him to call out the fans for booing at the end of the game, horseshit move, Miles Garrett horseshit. You want to know why? Because we've been seeing it for 20 years, 20. I just told you 2,229 consecutive games. And this has never happened since 2001. Bri horseshit, Bri horseshit as a Browns fan. I'd be there booing them too because that's a piss poor performance that you just gave me because your offense gave me everything they had to win the game, everything they had to win the game. And my defense didn't give me shit.
0: Yeah. For the record, I was not booing. Um, I, I don't know what it would, I'm not saying I would never boo the Browns, but I don't know what it would take. But I mean, if I was going to, yeah, this was damn close to it. Cause I embar- it was an embarrassment. I mean, flat out, they embarrassed the team. They embarrassed the city. They embarrassed the coaches, um, and we deserve better than that. And I agree with you that listen, Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward—they're the stars of our defense. And in crunch time, you need your stars to make plays, and they did not. And I know I understand Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward are the least of our problems on that defense but you're looking for them to make a play. And yeah, I'm like you. I, I see TJ Watt making plays. I see Aaron Donald making plays. I thought Miles Garrett was on their level and he could do what they do, but it seems like we keep waiting and waiting and waiting for him to take over. And he does sometimes, but he doesn't do it consistently enough to be considered like a top 10 player in this league. And He's damn good. I'm not going to say trade him. I'm not going to say cut him. I'm not going to say this or that, but man, we just, we need more out of you. That, that pass rush in the fourth quarter, particularly was pathetic. Where was it? It wasn't even there. Right. Clowney was out. I understand. Uh, Winovich was playing through an injury. He didn't do much. And then you got like a bunch of uh, C and D players, but if that's the case, Alex. It's up to Joe Woods to to concoct these exotic blitzes to try to confuse 40-year-old Joe Flacco, who can't move quicker than you and I can, Um, and and they just let him sit back there and just pick you apart and nink and dunk you and throw to the sidelines for seven, eight yards and step out of bounds like you and I could make those passes, and uh, it's just – Man, infuriating to watch them do it time and time again, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. I mean, I thought we were a good defense, too. We've had flashes of it. That first half against Carolina looked pretty good, but also Baker looked pretty bad. So, you know, I, I, I don't know what this defense is. They got off to a slow start last year. Thought we were past this, but sure as hell looked to me. I, I'm not going to throw the quit word around, but um, it looked like they, they had figured that they had won the game and uh, let's just go out there and run this clock out and you took it in the ass
1: Hold on. Let me finish off the because uh, I got a little something more for the defense.
0: Sure I got you Alright
1: you just said it. There it is. Fire that thing open Bri. Bri This isn't Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers This isn't Lamar Jackson and the Ravens This isn't You know, this is a freaking New York Jets with a 38-year-old Joe Flacco, a rookie, pretty much two rookie running backs, a rookie wide receiver. Mackay Becton's out, so their offensive line is in shambles, and you couldn't stop them. Bry, rookies all around, young talent all around on the New York Jets, and you could not stop them. It yeah. was like like I watched Madden. You couldn't even do that shit in Madden, Bri. I tried it. I tried <laughs> it last night to see if I could do it. I'm like, all right, let's try this. Like a perfect onside kick. They got an onside kick and took it down. You're 20 just yards had out. a
0: feeling. You knew it was going to happen.
1: <laughs> and this is the best part, Bri. I didn't even get to watch all this in person. In live reality. Lucky. You want to know why? I was at the church. We're there having a good time. I left my house with like six minutes left in the game before they scored the other touchdown. I'm like, well, they're up. There's only six minutes left. We're doing all right. And I'm sitting here going like this. And all of a sudden, I felt my phone in my pocket. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, geez. My wife yelled at me. She goes, will you just look at it to shut it up. And I went like this. And the headline was, Jets make miraculous comeback. Beat the Browns 31-30. to And I went, (laughs) and all I could do is laugh, Bri. All I could do is laugh. I couldn't get angry. I couldn't get anything else. All I could do is laugh because I thought we were done with this, Bri. I thought we were past this point in our lifetime that we weren't going to be a joke. That we weren't going to get laughed at. That we weren't going to get talked about like we are just the butt of everybody's Jokes and everybody's prop, but no, Bry. This happens, this happens, and it just full circle comes back to Hugh Jackson, it comes back to Holmgren, it comes back to Petten, it comes back to Johnny Football, it comes back to all the crap that we had to go through in the past that I thought we were over, and we're not there yet, Bry. And that's what I got to suck down as a Browns fan is we're not there yet, I thought we were there. I thought we were past this point of shit like this happening, and we're not there yet, Brian.
0: Yeah, I'll give you a quick synopsis of what it was like to be there. Um, Chubb scores that touchdown. Excuse me. Excuse me. Okay, <laughs> let's beat the traffic home. People are leaving. The game is over. Two minutes left. We're up two scores. You know, uh, people are leaving. Okay, And then all of a sudden I look up and the Browns are sending their kickoff team out there and it's still 30 to 17. And I go, what the heck's going on? I look to Andy and I tell him, did we miss that extra point? He goes, no, they must be reviewing something. And then we kick off and still 30 to 17. I go, we must've missed that extra point or something. And we had a laugh about it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cade York's done enough. He's allowed to miss one extra point. No big deal. And then even they score that touchdown that easy here you go you know eat it up touchdown we won't even try to stop you and we laugh again we're like well that sucks for the people that bet on the browns and took them as a you know six and a half point favorites now they're gonna win by six and then they get that extra that onside kick and we're like oh man we've seen this story before we know how this ends this is just like dying a slow death sure enough like i said before Five yards here, eight yards there, seven yards there, you know, stopping the clock and in incompletions. They got plenty of time. And you knew they were gonna score. And leaving the stadium, everyone's just in disbelief. Nobody was really screaming. Nobody's angry. Everyone's just kind of in disbelief. And eventually after a while, you just kind of start laughing about it. Because you're like, you yeah, know, of course they would. You know, we've we've seen it time and time and time again. I know they don't do it all the time, but If there was a team to do it and lose this way, it would be the Browns. And until they can stop it, until there's another team, maybe in another 20 years that loses a game like this, that is not the Browns. We're always going to have that in the back of our head. Like, yep. Don't be celebrating. We're up 13 with two minutes left, but, uh, and we know it's the Jets, but the Browns, the Browns like to do things that, uh, completely shatter your heart and they did it again and they need to own it and the only thing that could save them is a win on thursday i mean if they lose on thursday it's gonna get really dark really quick thank god we play a game so quickly um so we can hopefully forget about it
1: now justin threw up a couple comments here that i don't want to throw but i i agree with you justin so i'm just going to put it at that anybody that wants to see those and I got to thank the one person that is watching us on Twitch right now. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. So please uh, like, subscribe, retweet, share this out for everybody to watch because, you know, Brian and I love talking about this. I mean, obviously we're passionate about it because, I mean, this hurts, Brian. This is this is probably one of the worst losses I've felt as being a Browns fan. Then I mean, this almost... I think the other one that kind of hurt the most was when we had to blow out against Tennessee Titans. Like, we thought we were there with Tennessee Titans. Like, we were going to come out. We're a good team. And then Tennessee just blew our doors off, and it was like, oh, shit, we're not there yet. Uh, that's, But we do have to get into, Bri, do you have a big O player of the week? you want to get it? I do. I, I've said my piece. I mean, the offense played good enough for us to win. The defensive special teams let us down, and that can't Perfect. happen. That can't happen Perfect. anymore. So, um, let's get our big O of the week, Bri. Uh, go ahead. You go ahead first. And I'll take care of the big D of the week uh, here in a second. I'll go first on that one.
0: It's, uh, for me, it's Jacoby Percet. I mean, that's uh, that's the game that you're looking for out of him. You know, obviously, he turned the ball over on the last drive, but he was put in – pretty much impossible situation. I don't want to be making excuses for him because who knows if Baker did that thing, we might be, uh, we might be tearing him down. But I mean, everything that led up to that moment, Jacoby Percet did everything he needed him to do. He was even scrambling, you know, he had 43 yards rushing in the game, which is crazy for him because he's not a very quick guy, but he took what the defense gave him and you know, his completion percentage was probably in the seventies. And he had that touchdown pass, and he, that's everything you can ask for from Jacoby Brissett. And to me, the point I was going to make earlier that I kind of forgot or it's on here, and that is I think we've been hearing maybe rumblings of it for the last month, two months leading up to the season, like, is Kevin Stefanski on the hot seat? Like, no, no way. No, no, he's only, he's only been here a couple of years. One year, he won coach of the year. But after seeing that and after them not learning their lesson from week one, I'm I'm not saying he is, but I'm starting to understand where those comments are coming from. And I see Jacoby Brissett play in week two the way he does. And I g- see Jacoby Brissett play week one the way he did. And I think can't help but think to myself, he was not prepared play week one and that's because he didn't play in the preseason so who's who does that land on um, and, and hopefully this is the preset we have moving forward now that he's up to speed now that he knows the system a little better he's got a couple games under his belt but what the hell was he doing in week one and whose fault is that and, and I can't help but point the finger at the coaches
1: and I I kind of agree with you about week one but you and I both know that Carolina defense is a little bit better than a lot of people think
0: that Carolina defense. Yeah. Team,
1: but also, the passing game wasn't there.
0: They, they He's have, just, He was missing throws because he wasn't yeah. in rhythm with any of the guys. Um,
1: I agree with you. My big O player of the week is Brissett. That man played good enough for your team to win, and not like a little bit good enough. He scrambled for some big yards, especially there right at the end. I mean, for him to scramble to get you guys close enough, and yes, he forced a pass. he he had to force a pass at some point in time. It was going to happen.
0: Right. I think they rushed one guy or two guys. So they're dropping everybody.
1: So at that point in time, that was going to happen. But I started laughing because I thought they were going to send out Cade York after he did the scramble. I'm like, just send him out there and kick it. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, my, um, my big D of the week, Bri, uh, which I love saying that, uh, the big D of the week. Sure. You do. Is the, uh, the one guy that actually got hurt. Jalen Clowney. For him to come in off that edge. All he did was touch the ball. He didn't even touch Flacco. He just touched the ball. Knocked out of his hand. Strip sack. Here we go. He has been a... For what he is to this team. Opposite of Miles Garrett. Now granted. Was he drafted Number one overall? Yeah, but he had to. I mean, just the freakish talent that he is. But for him to actually want to come back to Cleveland, play in Cleveland, and still ball out the way he is. Now, granted, he's a little banged up. He's not playing Thursday night. Winovich is on the IR, so that means Alex Wright has got to step in and step up and get ready to go, bud, because Uh it's your turn now. But for Clowney to be playing the way he has been the past couple weeks, even the first week he played great, it's kind of nice to have fresh air of somebody on the other side to compliment Miles Garrett. Now we need Miles Garrett to step up because guess what? You call it the fans, part of your teammates and the coaching. Miles Garrett, it's your turn. You have to take over this next game coming up against the Steelers. Not like a little bit take over this game. Like you have to be the all elite that we expect you to be. You have to be the Aaron Donald, you have to be the TJ Watt cuz this little me stuff where you can get a sack in the second quarter and third quarter and flex don't mean shit until you get to the fourth quarter. So, Brian, give me your big D of the week.
0: Um I I I can't do it. I, after the way the defense folded, I, it's hard for me to uh to really give anybody credit after uh after they Gave up the lead like that, and it's probably just me being so angry at everybody on the defense. But I'll, I'll just speak to what you said about Clowney, and I think you can make a real argument that he's the second most important guy in our defense. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way we've talked about him on here, he, he's one of the most underrated guys. He's the guy opposite. He makes Miles Garrett better just by being on the field. Um, so to make you know what we talked about a top 10 top – 20 player in the league better just by your presence out there um he's something special he probably doesn't go noticed enough but he's uh he's dog and it's going to be a big loss hopefully he's only out for this one week and we can get him back and this isn't something that lingers but um everybody's gonna have to step up that defense better be ready because you're going against a subpar offense this week Mm -hmm. and uh and we're expecting big things from you. You better be as pissed off as you've been in a long time. And to be honest, the only thing they really got is Najee. They
1: got Najee and a couple. They got
0: good receivers. They got Deontay Johnson's a good receiver. They got some young guys with talent. I don't think they're great, but they got talent. All right, Bri. Just not my day,
1: player of the week. And I'll go first, Bri, for me. Special teams, special teams, special teams. You had K. It York. says
0: player of the week.
1: I know, but it doesn't matter. I can change it. Okay, it could be coaches. It could be a whole unit. I Players. Gotcha. Okay, I I picked the special teams onside kick. He can't have that in today's NFL. Come on, man! Like <laughs> like it's an onside kick, a missed field goal, field position. Come on, Bry. Come on and also the defense. And I'm pretty sure that's where you're heading with just not my day. And hold on. And the great thing is, is why you say it. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. I mean, I called out Grant Delpit last week, so I don't want to be a broken record. So I'll say the other guy that gave up the touchdown, Denzel Ward, and hearing them talk on Cleveland Browns daily after they dissected that play, it looked like everybody was in, I can't remember if it was cover two or cover three. It looked like the whole defense was in one scheme and Denzel was the one guy who who didn't yeah. go along with that. They were so, they were
1: in cover three and he played the flat in cover two.
0: Yeah. So I mean that was that was the thing that got the snowball rolling. And that gave them a glimmer of hope without you giving up a touchdown in eight seconds. You and know, then- they don't nearly have enough time to put two drives together even if they do get an non-side kick.
1: Now, this is coming from a Buckeye fan, Bry, and this is a big Buckeye fan. Denzel Ward for, for me for not taking even responsibility. Yeah. Now, there's been some strong, strong words that have come out of the locker room the past two days between Garrett, between Batonia. Well, Batonia wasn't bad, but Denzel Ward, John Johnson the third. A lot of people are throwing a lot of shade at everybody else and not pointing the finger at themselves. And you notice the one person that did? Mari Cooper.
0: Marty he Cooper. the finger at himself?
1: Yeah, because he didn't get that one-side kick. He couldn't get the couldn't get the grip on the ball. He goes, he's a, he's
0: a stand-up guy. I, I like Mari a lot. Um, I'll tell you what. I didn't love his play on special teams, but he's a good dude.
1: Bry, I have been concerned about our wide receiver room. I think the best thing they did – was actually get Amari Cooper. I really he had to it. have
0: somebody. Sure.
1: Oh no, but I mean, just after all the bullshit that we've went through with, with OBJ, with Juice at the end of his time here with, and we love Juice, but like just the stuff that's going on, and to watch, I mean that was kind of my co, o of the week was Amari Cooper. I have it written down right here. Sure, Amari Cooper because. He played outstanding. I mean, he, mm-hmm. that's what you need as a st- your number one wide receiver is to play like that, and he made some hell of a good catch, too. All
0: yeah, right. If, if I had to, the only gripe, maybe mini gripe that I, I have about the offense is uh, after uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones had a great game week one, or, or a very good game, making some clutch catches. He only got one target in Sunday's game, so I don't know uh, – if he's supposed to be your second leading receiver this year, I don't know what you're doing, only throwing it to him one time. But who knows what the defense was doing. Jacoby Brissett looked really good, so wow. far be it for me to criticize him too much.
1: That and Joku showed up and had a couple – hey, look at that. I even called a couple tight end screens, Bri. How about Yeah. That?
0: I called – I it was uh, in the fourth quarter on that drive. Third down, I called. I said, man – this would be a perfect time for a screen-to-cream cr- screen hunt. And sure enough, they did it, and it worked. And I just wish they would – I know- understand you can't do it every third down, but when you really need it, I think that screen works more times than not. And who would have known two fat guys could actually call
1: plays like that?
0: <laughs> uh, sure, uh, yeah, I'll take that offensive coordinator position. Give me the play, okay. Colin Stefanski. Uh, better than you, you definitely. bum.
1: I'd just be like Freddie Kitchens. All right, we got a moon over our hammy. Uh, I need a breakfast. Grand Slam, extra sausage, bacon, biscuits gravy, iced tea, coffee with cream, chocolate milk.
0: Sounds delicious. Just what the doctor ordered.
1: I know. All right, Thursday night football. Primetime, baby. Against the Steelers. All right, right? They got to bounce back. <coughs> And this defense needs this is like the good thing is, is they always say thank God it's a short week because after that loss, they have to look forward because they can't look back now. Now, when we get further on down the road in the schedule game. I have a feeling that Jets loss is going to
0: haunt us like you wouldn't believe. That's that's what sucks is it's always gonna it's gonna stay with us for the rest of the year. It's gonna be be like well we got seven wins but we should have had eight because of that Jets game. It's just gonna be something we talk about the entire year unless we you know go eleven and four or you know twelve and five and then make it to the playoffs or something. But this is division. This is bad blood
1: this is rivalry and for it to be a Thursday night in Cleveland after all fans, everything I have a feeling, the stadium is going to be absolutely insane. And then we've already got guys out there tailgating. They're talking about going down at noon, starting tailgating and everything else. Like it's, it's going to be crazy, Bry. What are your uh, key things for this game? that the Browns have to do to win this game?
0: Number one, you, you have to get over the Jets game. You have to turn the page and thankfully it is a Thursday night game. So you will still be pissed off by what happened on, on set on Sunday. You, you, but you can't be thinking about it as fans. We're probably going to be thinking about it, but you have to be as fired up as you have ever been. To win a game because you can't be looking forward to your ten days off or ten days without a game. Um, I truly believe you're a better team than the Steelers. They don't have TJ Watt. Um, Hayward's getting a little bit older. Their defense is still going to be good. I'm not saying that you know you can walk all over them, but um, yeah, their offense has struggled this year. They they can only muster what was it, twenty points against uh, against the Bengals with five turnovers or four turnovers and then they only put up I think 14 points last week against the Patriots so this offense isn't anything to be scared of but our defense has to come out with its hair on fire and it's not going to be easy because we're going to be without a guy a couple guys on the defensive end but that means everybody else has just got to step it up so the defense has to set the tone The defense is the one everyone's been crapping on for the last couple days and, you know, I'm sure leading up to game time. But uh, they've been pretty good when people are calling them out in the last year. And Joe Woods uh, has been good. It seems like whenever we're demanding something from the defense, they rise to the occasion. So set the tone defense. If we can get a repeat performance from, uh, from our offense and from Jacoby Brissett, I think we'll be good. And you better have learned your lesson that you have to play 60 minutes because didn't learn it week one, got bailed out um, by uh, a 58-yard field goal, Uh, didn't get bailed out in week two, and so you got to chew on it and you better be playing. You play 65 minutes, stay out there a little bit longer. You better not even think about giving up, no matter how many points you're up in the fourth quarter. All right.
1: For me, moments – everything that's got to happen, Stefanski, you have got to be better. You have got to get this team under control. You have got to get this team playing with their hair on fire. Offense was great. Defense, We have not still, Bry, we still have not in a very long time seen a complete game with this team, with the offense playing great and the defense playing great. It's either one or the other. And I'm tired of seeing one or the other. Did you not did you watch the Buffalo Bills last night? <laughs> yeah, I did. Like, are you shitting me? Like, it's like that's what we need to see. Is that that right there? Kansas City Chiefs have done the same thing. Like, it's that's where you're striving to be right now. And for you to do that, right now, the Steelers are wounded. They're not supposed to be any good. They don't have a quarterback right now. These are the teams that you have to go out and step on their throat. You have to go out and do it. You have to kill them and be done with it. Move on next week. You have to do that. You did not do it last week against the Jets. That was another team. With a whole bunch of rookies and a 38-year-old quarterback. That was your time to do that. First time in a very long time since the Browns have been 2-0, and Bri. First time in a very oh, long
0: time. Oh, we talked about it, I think. I mentioned my wife. I said last time the Browns were 2-0 was you were like two years old or three years old. So Mm -hmm. it's been a long time for all of us. But now
1: is the time for you to start stepping up. And it's, like I said, it's Miles Garrett. You want to talk all your talk? You want to talk all this? That You want to be a defensive player of the year? Show it. Now is your time to show it. Unleash the fury. Unleash everything. And offense... To be honest, keep doing what you're doing. You have Chubb, you have Hunt, you have the play action, you have everything that you're doing. Don't make mistakes, which they really didn't this past game against the Jets, right? They played great. Yeah. I mean, it's you have to do the little things that make you win games. And those little things are on your coaches and On your special teams, because I have a feeling special teams are going to be a big play in this one, whether it be pinning, punting and pinning them down inside the five or just taking your points when you have them. Take the three points when you get them. Take whatever points you can make your defense stand up and play. The best thing was I laughed so hard because somebody said that the Browns secondary. It's going to be out there throwing up signs like their boss is coming back from work from lunch hour, like going to whoo hoo, you know, throwing up just signs everywhere, like because obviously somebody's missing the signs, not anymore. Like it, I have a feeling they're going to button their shit up in the back end, and they need to because these big plays can't happen anymore. Bri. can't. they better, Did better. Right.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. Most people are sick of them. Grant Delpit, man, he's on thin ice. I think uh, we keep hearing about how great uh, was it. De'Anthony Well was in the preseason, and what a great story he was. Hey, I'll throw him out there. If he's that great of a story and he's playing that well, I'm not saying he's better than Grant Delpit, but we can't have guys making massive mistakes like uh, like he's done or you know been near the last couple weeks.
1: I think he is trying to do everything to make a statement, Bry, and be the big play instead of playing within the scheme, do your job. Don't try to sugarcoat it. Don't try to do anything special because I honestly think that the year that he tore his Achilles and him being out, well, people forgot what I can do at LSU, what I did at LSU. People forgot what I could do here. People forgot this. And I think he's trying to go out and make a name for himself when he just has to play defense. You just uh-huh. have to play defense. Sure. All right, Brian, we got to get into our picks. Both of us lost this one, right?
0: We both did. We lost against the spread, and we lost our Browns picks. So oh. I'm one and one. You're 0-2. Oh 0-2, oh Brian. This feels bad being 0-2. Oh
1: but I know what pizza I'm buying. You know, we're going to go to Slice Above again
0: get some good pizza. Uh, I had it on Sunday on the way home from the game. Of course you did. So licking my wounds. My wife just finished it tonight. We had some leftovers. All right.
1: So, Bry, what's the spread?
0: What's the spread on this game? It's what I think it's five from what I saw, which is surprising. Yeah, the Browns are favored by five. Yeah. Shit. I don't know what to do with that now. That's uh, what we're going with, um, whether it moves or uh, or whatnot. But uh, I'm pretty sure it opened at five.
1: All right. I picked
0: the Browns to have a
1: huge bounce back, Bri, um, without TJ Watt. I'm kind of suspect on their defense. Um, I'm going to go Browns 31.
0: Uh-huh.
1: You know something, Bri? Mm, I don't know if I want to do it, but I might do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Screw it. Why not? 31 nothing. Browns shut out.
0: <laughs> did not see that one coming my goodness Boy. i gotta have
1: faith i gotta have faith Bri. I, I gotta have faith in this defense
0: i would be celebrating for at least through the entire weekend you know don't be uh don't be calling me because i'll probably be a little tipsy uh it um I mean,
1: if it was if i wasn't calling for a shutout i would say 31 to 10
0: okay well we'll keep third. 31 nothing sounds better either way you're picking the browns either way you're picking them to cover the spread so yeah i like the 31 nothing um i after seeing what they did i i have to i have to put them in the corner a little bit i can't be picking them to win and cover the spread you know like i want to every single week so i'll still pick them to win i can't pick the steelers i got 23 to 20 i got the steelers covering but I got the Browns winning.
1: Okay. What's the we don't know what the over-under is. And then Jose. Do not. Says, I think it's like 39 or something. It's pretty low. Okay. So Jose says when you wake up from your nightmare, um, you guys are still dreaming. And then Justin picked the Steelers 27 to 7. Cool. Oh, uh, Justin.
0: I he's I, he's a pissed off Browns fan. I, I, get oh, it. I get it. I get it. But not against the Steelers. No way could I ever pick the Steelers, especially with the team they got now. All right, Bri you ready? You ready for some
1: fantasy draft? Bring it! Oh, I can't wait. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. It is Fat Boy Tuesday here at Illegal Ham to the Face, where we kind of talk whatever the hell we want to talk about. Most of the time it is food, but sometimes it's something else. Like last week, we talked about our non-Cleveland sports fandom. But this week, we are getting into our draft. Our Illegal Ham to the Face cereal draft. Now, Bri, are you ready? Hmm. Now, do you want to go first, or would you like this guy to go first?
0: I will let you go first, because I got my number one pick circled, and I don't believe you're going to choose it. Probably not.
1: Probably not. My number one pick, Bri, is Peanut Butter, Captain Crunch. It has been my go-to ever since I've been a kid. I love that shit. Uh-huh. And I will go with that one. So Brian, okay. you're number
0: one. My number one and I I approach this fantasy draft like I would any fantasy football draft. I'm I'm looking for my first pick, I'm looking for an all-around superstar. Somebody can catch passes, score touchdowns, do rushing. I need a versatile number one pick. My number one pick, Honey Nut Cheerios. Mm. Delicious. Oh. They're a little sweet. They lower your cholesterol. I mean, as a fat guy, you get to eat Honey Nut Cheerios and help your heart out. Exactly. He love that.
1: Now, are we going to do a snake draft? Or are you going to come back with number two?
0: Yeah, let's do that. Okay, I like that. So. I got uh, Honey Nut Cheerios, number one. I need something, maybe a little sugary, maybe something that's not great for you. Total classic. Give me Fruit Loops, number two.
1: Oh, nice. Like the Fruit Loops. Uh, for my number two, I'm going to go Cocoa Pebbles. Okay. A little Cocoa Pebbles, all right. I'm a fat Because the, the
0: chocolate milk? They get I love, the
1: drink afterwards. I love your chocolate milk afterwards. How how awesome is
0: that?
1: <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah. All right. Now, Brian, on the back end, I'm going to go a little healthy too. On the number three, I'm going to go with a frosted mini wheat.
0: Number three. Okay. I like that. Solid. All right. Now I got. I'm. Um, I was going to choose this one, but I don't think you're going to I think I can get it as a steal in round five. So I'm going to pass on that. I'm going to go with two more uh, relatively well-known cereals. Give me Lucky Charms, number three, for my third pick. And for my fourth pick, I'm coming back around with Frosted Flakes. Oh, nice. Nice. I like that
1: one. All right. So, Brian, my number four. Which is a staple in this house? Cinnamon toast crunch.
0: Okay, absolutely. Gotta
1: had it. The boys love it. I love cinnamon toast crunch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right now, I'm gonna blow your mind with the last one. Okay, I've always loved it ever since I was a kid. Raisin bran. I don't know what it is about raisin bran. Raisin bran is my number five. Oh, All good stuff. Damn, my sister came in with one I forgot about. Oh, the heart hurts now. All right, I already said five. We got some honorable mentions to talk about.
0: Okay, afterwards, you want to?
1: Yeah, go ahead.
0: Okay. Well, so you kinda took mine. I was gonna go a little variation uh with total raisin brand, mm-hmm. but I'll pass on that. I don't even know if they make total anymore, to be honest. I don't think they do. Um, so I need a fifth, and I'm blanking on the name of it, and I haven't had it in a while. Is it uh, shoot, what the hell am I thinking? It's like honey nut clusters or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, honey bunches of oats, maybe that's it. Yeah, honey bunches of oats, that does sound right.
1: Where you got yep. the little almond clusters and everything Yeah, else. you got
0: the little little granola crunches, and uh, you got the flakes, and you got, yeah, slices slice of almonds or something like that. So I needed another uh, healthy one. I got a few sugars the last couple times. So give me, what did you say it was, honey, honey, honey nut clusters? Honey, honey bunches bunch. of oats. There we go. Thank you, sir.
1: All right. So in the chats, we have got Frosted Flakes from Justin. Yep. My sister brought up this one, Apple
0: Jacks. Thought of Apple
1: Jacks. Damn Apple Jacks, and then Rice Krispies with sugar.
0: I I have written down here Rice Krispie treats. I don't know if they still make those or not, too. But um, I love those little chunks of Rice Krispie treats. Really good.
1: And Jose is telling us what's healthy and what's not healthy. Which
0: Can you I read it. Is it uh
1: he goes I hate to disappoint you guys, but those are not healthy. And <laughs> Jose, I hate to yeah. disappoint you
0: coming but- from the guy who doesn't use milk in his cereal, he uses uh ice house.
1: Okay, and Chris said crunch berries. I forgot about crunch berries.
0: I haven't had those in a long time.
1: And he said condiments are not allowed in draft. Now, now the reason why my sister brought this up because we would always have rice krispies Mm-hmm. And- do you remember the old style glass sugar shaker that you pour in like the coffee? Like no. it was. Uh,
0: oh, okay. Yep. Now I do. I know what you're talking about.
1: We got to the point that we would pour so much sugar in that when you try to mix it up in the milk, it's just not enough. And uh-huh. you scrape the bottom of the bowl, and you get sugar with the milk and a rice crispy coming up. You get like a blade of sugar on your spoon. <laughs> oh.
0: God if I was, if I was going to do another sugary cereal, I'd say Smacks. I, was, I love. I don't get them nearly enough. Man, do I love Snacks! I mean, you know, when you go camping, you get that like variety pack with the tiny little boxes. Know
1: exactly what you're talking about. You know
0: what I'm talking about? I used to always you kill them, like rip out all brand. the Smacks.
1: What is it? Smacks, Frosted Flakes, um, Raisin
0: Bran. There are a couple of healthy ones. And Fruit Loops. Cheerios. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I know it's exactly what you're talking about because you get the little boxes and you pour it, it in. Wasn't it wasn't enough. nearly enough. That's not even close enough. And then you just start mixing stuff.
0: <laughs> I love me some smacks. I have to go oh. get some.
1: I used to. So my mom knew I loved peanut butter Captain Crunch. So she would always, every time I would go to Lima, she would actually buy it for me. Like keep it on the shelf. I would get one of the big mixing bowls. Not a regular bowl. Like the big mixing bowl, pour half the box in the mixing bowl, go downstairs, pour the milk in, and then I would just sit there and watch cartoons all day as a kid. (laughs) And just sit there and eat. I would actually go back up for more if I was still hungry. But yeah, that eight o'clock in the morning, I'd be down there watching cartoons, just huge mixing bowl, the biggest spoon I could find, and just shoveling it in my face.
0: Oh yeah, I, I haven't done it in a while, but I used to, uh, you know, within the last couple of years or so, I'd, I'd do cereal for breakfast or for dinner sometimes. Get two, three bowls of it. I mean, Ooh, there's cookie. nothing better. Cookie, Chris. <laughs> Those are just mini famous Amos cookies, and you it pour milk it on. Better. Give me Bye. a break. We forgot about
1: Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles is a solid one to go to. Yeah,
0: they're good. I never didn't have them much.
1: Um, and, let's see here. What's another solid one that we're forgetting,
0: right? Well, I I shouted my mom out earlier and now let me take a a veil shot at her because she used to always buy the cereals that my brother would like. So, we would always get like the same cereals it seemed like and she's like, "Well, they go by f- they go th- we go through them so quickly." You guys must like them. It's like he's eating all of them. It was uh cinnamon toast crunch got burned out on that pretty quick. And then golden grams was the other one that he used to like a lot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Remember gold. I don't know if they make golden grams. What about, still what about
1: honeycombs? Do you remember the honeycombs?
0: I remember them. I can't say I had them very often though. Hmm. Do you guys know about tiger cereal?
1: What the hell is Tiger cereal? Is that process flakes?
0: I don't know. I can't decode that. We have to have him on to explain all his answers. Should I put the code in and have him come on for a second? No, next week. Tease it. Sure? We, we, I, okay. we gotta. No, we gotta have him on after a win. I can't handle him after a loss.
1: Are we gonna? Are we gonna do the uh, story time with Jose Cato? Anytime. Oh, the Chub Crunch! We forgot about the Chub Crunch.
0: Oh, of course, yep. And wasn't there a Dracula oh. one, Dracula cereal?
1: Uh, Chris used to add bananas to his Honey Nut
0: Cheerios. Sure,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure. Whatever.
0: Versatile. They are the Jonathan Taylor of uh of cereals, or Alvin Kamara. Oh, Kamara or CMC. Yeah, mm-hmm. do it all.
1: All right, Brian. We got to get into our. Top three. Now, the reason why I brought this one up, just change it up for us a little bit, because, you know, we talk sports. We talk food. We talk all this other stuff. But Brian and I are so much more Uh, music. We love listening to music like we listen to sports talk throughout the day. Brian, you're a huge country fan. I know you are. I am anything that has a beat, or if you give me a Disney sing along right now with my kids, I could sure. So, the Browns came out with this wonderful thing where you could pick because every NFL team has a song they play between the third and fourth quarter. Uh, for the Steelers, it is Renegade,
0: correct? Yeah, correct.
1: Uh, the Sweet Caroline comes out for the Patriots.
0: I don't know. I know the Red Sox do it. I don't know if the Patriots do it or not, to be honest.
1: But I guess they they tried to find something to make their own because they they made Brownie the Elf back as the Mm -hmm. centerpiece at the 50-yard line, which I'm very excited about. Uh, Brownie the Elf, for most of you that do not know, was a huge piece of Cleveland history before Art Modell took over. Then Art Modell kind of just did it away, and then we got the Browns helmet as our logo. But we've always had Brownie the Elf back in the day. We've also had, you know, the dog pound. Everybody wants to put a dog on everything, but I think they did a really good job bringing Brownie the Elf back, especially right there in the center, because that looks sweet. Especially, I put it on our legal ham to the face page. They did the flyover of the whole stadium with
0: the Brownie the Elf. Looks amazing absolutely looks amazing i voted for the other one i voted for the old school one but i'm okay i'm okay with this one it doesn't bother me that much everybody needs to bring an elf back
1: like uh, that's kind (laughs) of like we're the only team that just has a helmet like we just have a helmet Mm -hmm. (laughs) nothing special just helmet hey look we're this team look at the helmet right
0: there
1: right there yeah over here. Just like, a helmet. Just helmet. It's just helmet. <laughs> it's nothing nothing flashy. Nothing. By the way, Brian, we should have the new pig by next week. Cool. Can't wait. Tease the shit out of that. I'm definitely teasing the shit out of that. Uh next week we might have a new pig to uh show off. I got to make sure that's all done. But let's get into our three songs that we think that the Browns should play between the third and fourth quarter of Browns games, right? Yeah. My number three is I'm going to go with a Cleveland, well, Northeast Ohio. Um, I'm going to go with Wild Child by the Black Keys. They are a Northeast Ohio band. If you never heard of them, please, you know, check them out. They're great stuff. Uh, Brian, who do you have as a number three?
0: My number three, I was going to go Cleveland Rocks, but that's pretty bland and pretty. I mean, I, I wanted to think of songs that relate to Cleveland, like you also. So my number three is a Billy Carrington song called Drinking Town with a Football Problem. I like it. Oh, I really like it. I don't think they would do that because uh, it's kind of put themselves down at the same time, but, I mean, that's a perfect song for Cleveland.
1: Now, I got to go ahead with your number two. I got to find out who sings my second song.
0: My number two is a song they already incorporate. I think they still might play it um, today, but I remember, you know, going to games growing up, and in the early 2000s, they would play a song yeah, I can't remember who sings it. Archie something. Uh, we ready. If you heard it, you know that it's a football song. Played at a lot of different stadiums, but I first heard it at the Brown Stadium. So gets you pumped up. You got to have something that will get you pumped up at, between the third and fourth quarters. I
1: almost want to play the song now because I haven't heard it in so long. Uh, my number two uh, by Cullen DeSaltz, Blues Project good booty and
0: barbecue
1: can't go wrong <laughs> right
0: i don't think i've ever heard it you'll have to send it to me
1: i will actually i'm doing it right now you go ahead and my sure. number one um my number one is near and dear to my heart because uh you know my dad he's crazy he loves uh ram jam black betty
0: good one love it yeah Great one. I always get fired up with that song. For me, it was kind of a no-brainer, and it's starting to come back. That's where I heard it from, was uh, on the local radio airways. Here we go again. Michael Stanley. I mean, it's a song about the Browns, and yep. it gets you fired up. Why the hell wouldn't you want to play it at Can't the stadium? It all the time. I love it. Yeah, uh, it gets me fired up every time
1: I hear it. I just... The only reason why is I can see the whole statement going, oh, Black Betty, bam, bam, oh, and just yeah, okay. yeah, but yeah, yours, Michael Stanley, you gotta go with Michael Stanley.
0: I mean, for yeah, Cleveland, I mean, I, it it seems like a no brainer. I just don't know why the hell they want to do it. Or my town, Montgomery Gentry. No, no, no,
1: Michael Stanley, my town, this town.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yes, well, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, anything. Uh... I, I don't know. I, I, even as a country fan, I think Zach Brown Band Chicken Fried, I could think of probably a thousand country songs would be better than that one. I know it was a hit, but nothing to do with football. Don't get me fired up at all.
1: Oh, my Lord. He is just typing. See, now the thing is, what people have got to understand if you're looking at our comments, Jose does not type comments, he does a talk to text and half the stuff we kind of have to decipher uh what are you scared of Jamie Jared Amy Loveless for my town uh Jared that would have been the perfect song yeah who is amy who is amy loveless army army is it army
0: Jared army Jared <laughs> army loveless unless he's thinking of uh there's a song called amy or something out there i don't know. Ah, does man. Tell him to text it to you. <laughs> and here comes Justin,
1: Jose fail. Yep. There ah, we go. We, get you, we, we go. sneak
0: you a picture at work of Jose and make it a Jose fail.
1: Oh, he's he's about Jose. Jose, you don't have to apologize. We love you, bud. You don't have to
0: apologize. Shorter, to... shorter answers, Jose. Yeah. Don't, we, don't, don't... we don't need a whole. That way we can just understand. Just give us the name of the song and we'll throw it up there.
1: How about this? You have both of our numbers. Text it to us.
0: There you go. Even better. <laughs> all
1: right. all yep. right, guys. We're here at the end of our show. We want to thank everybody for watching. Please, 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 please like, subscribe, and follow all of our platforms. Legal Ham of the Face at Facebook. Fatty Hams uh, is my Twitter handle. Uh, Ham illegal is our other Twitter handle. YouTube twitch everything else just like subscribe follow us help us get this out because more fans need to understand you know what we go through and we're we are fans we're not media personality we're not anything else True. we're fans that are heartbroken just like you are let other fans know that we're out here and we go along with them so Brian on that note uh we will be back next Tuesday at 7 p.m. We'll hopefully be celebrating a Browns victory over the Steelers. Uh, go check yep. out uh, My Corner Bar's Wing Fest with their wing buffet for Thursday night football if you got a place to go. And then other than that, Bri, I think we're good, right?
0: Uh, yeah, we did trivia, right? We already did trivia. You
1: already answered it. Cool. Yep. Good. Hey, bonus. We got it all done.
0: Hell yeah. All right, Bri. God bless them. God bless you. God bless America. God bless those Cleveland Browns now more than ever.
1: Mm-hmm. We love our troops, our first responders, and everything they do for us. Thank you so much. Another shout out I forgot. Uh, big O, uh, OFA, is now captain of the Newcomerstown Police Department. Awesome. Congratulations, big guy. Uh, he is trying to become sheriff. So big things are coming for him. So congratulations, bud. Uh, it's big news and on that note we are uncorked unloaded we're out thank you guys so much for watching say it